I don't feel the need to smile at everybody I see. I don't shit rainbows like Stuart does. So if somebody first thinks that I don't like them, it's not because I don't like them. It's because I don't know you and I didn't just crack out a smile and shit rainbows on you. I'm, I'm not there. I don't know you. I'm not letting you into this force field I call my little world. But once you're in, man, you're in. That's what's special about Melissa. She will shit a rainbow in her hand and throw it right at your face and say, here's your rainbow, motherfucker. morning everybody hello good morning sorry i got lost in the music just lost in it again well they won't know that because what i do now is i just i wait till you start talking and i put it where i want to the magic of editing Mm. so then i put the yeah so it always sounds like we're like like 10 or 15 seconds of music and then you guys come in even though you're sitting there jigging and dancing around for 30 well, thank you. You're welcome. And welcome it's back. What I, I do. feel like I feel like I haven't seen Jessica in a whole day and a half. Oh wait. I know. Have you missed me? Are you okay? I'm I'm great. I'm great. Um we did see each other, John. We went out and met up on Saturday night. You guys and went we, to the you went back to the scene of the crime, or is what I call crime. University of Delaware. Yes. We did. Yeah. It was fun. And I even saw a pretty little I didn't know that they had that UD insignia in the um brick there. That was pretty cool. Let me ask you the first question is are you guys allowed to eat bread yet? Yeah, well, yes. Starting yes, we are. Saturday we, we are allowed. Oh, Saturday you're back on the bread? Saturday we're back on the sauce, yep. Good. Okay. <laughs> and the sauce, yes. <laughs> I actually never left it. Oh really? You were a bad girl? I don't, uh, it's hard for me to keep Passover because he's so little and he just eats oh, all okay. the breads for the, and for stuff. For Isaac, I get me, that. So. But you were crunching crackers last week because of. Oh, matzah. I actually just, during Passover, I like to eat it for breakfast just for funsies. Oh, okay. Is that weird? It, well, to me, it looks like you're just eating this big, giant saltine cracker. <laughs> That's kind of what it tastes here. like. Only I have to butter it because it's not really that salty. Well, can't you put some salt? Oh, yeah. Okay. Use the salted butter. Look yeah. at you guys. How about that? All right. So was this like a, a, a concert it? for the D Sharps? Is that what this was all about? So when we were in college, um, there was only four acapella groups. It was D Sharps, which is all female, the Y chromosomes, which was all male, the Deltones, which was mixed, and the Golden Blues, which was mixed. And... Every spring, we would have a show where all four of us would show your wares. Yeah, we would sing together and like and you know and like and have a concert with each other because you know during the year when others of us are having our concerts, we would go and support the other groups and like if we were having a guest group, like sometimes we would have like the hen harm you know the hen harmonics or hullabaloos from University of Virginia or something like that. And other groups would come and hang out to like get to know them and meet them. So it's kind of, it is kind of like a, an extended acapella community. And so it was nice to do a concert once a year with them. The D, the D sharps at, um, are the originators of it. We called it Del Capella. Now they call it Delic, Delac, like shellac. I don't know what they call it. It was stupid. 
it was it was a dumb name, but yes, now there are seven hundred acapella yes, groups. Yes, they who have come like ten perform. acapella groups. It's crazy, and some of the the names I thought were very clever, but it was crazy how many they had. And not only that, they are way better than we were. I don't know. At points, I thought that that all the people who didn't get into the four that were originally there made their own group because screw you, I've got talent and I'm going like to make my own group. They had a Christian one. And that was strange. That was because very strange. I can't imagine segregating myself in an acapella way so that I could only sing Christian songs or just Jewish songs. Why? Why would you do that? Well, there's why? no such thing as Jewish songs. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, there are. But what would we ooh. sing as a Jewish group? As a Jewish acapella group, besides Havana Gila, Fiddler on the Roof. What would you sing? You would. You, gotta, so, you would just. Yeah, Fiddler on the be Roof. Or what? Would you just Neil do Matovu and Lachadodi. What would you do? Like, there's so many. It would all be synagogue songs. No, there's an entire world of Jewish music. I know, I know. I listened to schlock rock as a kid. I know. Okay, so schlock take that rock. back. There's an opportunity. I'm just saying we would never do it. <laughs> like that would never happen. We don't. And the way they were introduced was spreading the word of Jesus all over campus and all over Newark and Delaware and Wilmington. And I thought that. I don't think belongs in this we're about to sing and then get drunk venue. Like that is not. Well, maybe they what don't do that anymore. Well, that's not what I know acapella to be about. I mean, yes, you were. Right. They were. Some of them were wildly talented and some of them just were not. <laughs> they were. And if you think they're all bad, I don't think that's true. But what I did discover while being there with all of these college students that I guess I had less patience for than I thought I would. And then I thought, were we that stupid? Like, were we at that age? Were we that stupid? And yes, the answer is, and I yes. have video proof yeah, that we a- were that stupid. But also, um, we didn't have nearly nearly the technology. But yeah, I mean, they assigned each group a genre. And then they had to dress like the genre and do a skit like the genre, but they didn't have to do songs in the genre. So it was like so confusing because like, for example, the people who were doing rock, for example, was this Christian group and they come out dressed like I don't even know what. I don't even know. They were all different kinds of rock, like grunge and punk and whatever else. Then they sang Jesus songs. It was so confusing. She was really bothered by the fact that there was no consistency with the theme and yes, then their I songs. Was. They should have came I, out I, and sang like Highway to Hell or I stuff like that. I also like to Absolutely. let you know that I was extremely irritated that every girl, their biggest, like every girl soloist, their biggest dream is to sound like Alessia Cara. Who? Do you know who? Alessia Cara, she does... Um, one of the songs was one of God her bless songs. You. But one of the songs yeah. was Alessia Cara, but hold on. What's that song that she sings? Hold on, I'll find it. Hold on one second. Um, every Girl... It's this new... It's kind of... I don't want to say it's a new style of singing because it's really not, but it's like every girl now sounds like this instead of like Pat Benatar. Right. Instead of the belter, it's a... Right. It's a raspy wine instead of a belting powerhouse yeah and they had one belting powerhouse is it like a janice joplin that's too much credit i think it's i think if you added vocal fry and this generation to oh what was that one who used to sing uh betty davis eyes what was her name she kind of had that kim carnes kim carnes so stay all you have to do is play the second 
See how it's like all breathy though? Breathy and whiny at the same time. As Here's the other to- one. Here's the one that Emily used to like. I'll be over here. Whoa. Meanwhile, Whoa. if you had a voice coach, they would teach you how to breathe and sing Not so that you that. didn't hear. <laughs> when you, you know were who going that sounds out. like? That no, sounds like uh, Ariana Grande. Yes. That's an Ariana that Grande the, voice. That is the typical way that they sing now. But when we were there, we were doing like, I don't know. I just, we were using our vocal cords and not, and not trying to sound all cute and weird. You know, it was just weird. Well, growing up, I used to watch a lot of, with my kids, you know, you had to always have to watch a lot of Disney. And there was a lot of Ariana Grande on there. And she had that really breathy stupid voice that she put on that stupid character all the disney did it demi lovato did it like it was she never sang and then the first time i heard ariana grande sing i was like holy mackerel where is that voice coming from i mean out of that little tiny girl it's amazing but i kind of like that i i like that sound so we're used you. to the generation of finding a belter, somebody who has power and depth and, and can really carry all of the Pat Benatar. I mean, sure. Powerful, I guess. That's Demi Lovato. Right. Same. But the other thing is somebody oh, did a Whitney friend. Houston song last that Saturday oh, night. Oh, that was amazing. And she did a good job. But if you're going to do Whitney... You better be amazing. Like there are certain she was artists. Amazing. You didn't think she was amazing? I think she did a good job for a kid. I don't think. She, I mean, Whitney, come on! I like, can't do Whitney. Adele, and I'm an adult. Whitney, like those are very hard to to Hold do. Hold on, I gotta find that one. They had no business doing any of those that. songs. No business, I tell you. It's probably gone. Shame on you. The snaps probably. Gone. See, yeah, you're gonna play these one. into the into the microphone, and they're gonna sound like. It's okay. Crap. Never mind. Never mind. We're <laughs> done with that. Thank you. So it was lovely seeing Jessica and watching her slowly blonde herself into uh, into being a blonde. <laughs> and Oblivion. She looks, she looks lovely. That was a shocker. Do I look hot? Anything else exciting over your weekend, Jess? Oh, yeah. Yesterday I went to my comedy class. Tell us. Um, and I was the microphone police because no one would step up to the microphone. And as a podcaster, I was like, this is bothering me so bad. You're going to try listening to a few of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible. And then um, let's see what else. I I rewrote my entire set. So she had gone around the room and she gave me critique on my first set. And I was like, can I just do my second one for you really quick? Because I changed almost all the jokes. So she said yes. And I did it. And I think it came out good. Um, Is it hard to do without having people laugh? They do laugh at me. I'm funny. Uh, okay, so there is people in there. There, you have an audience. There how many, are like how many people twenty are there? students. Like twenty students. There's uh, not, not a lot. Too bad. That's that's, that's and they a don't good... all laugh because they're comedians. Okay, comedians. So you know, and like by the time this show comes around May fifth, they're definitely not going to laugh because it'll be the eighth time they've heard it. Right. You know, like, but I mean, also I make it a point to la- like I try, I try to do supportive laughter. What? Ha- give me a supportive laugh, please. Ha! <laughs> ha! Yeah, like um, ha! if somebody tells a joke and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like that, John, like you, right there. Uh, that was actually laughter because it was, it was like I'm like, oh, so I'm up, I'm up on it's stage and I. It's my force giggle. If now when I hear that, I can't tell whether you're laughing at me or you're just giving me a a, a pity laugh. Either way, you I'm grateful for it. I, first of all, I don't have to force myself to laugh at you. So I'm never giving okay. you a pity laugh. I don't do that. I do it for people who 
I've heard their jokes over and over. You know, I'm trying to be supportive. Like still funny, but I've already heard it. I know I get la- I know I get Jessica when I get that I get the <laughs> and then the laugh. That's how I you know when yes, I get Jessica. Yes, because I sound like an old grandfather. <laughs> it's from smoking all those years. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so yeah, I redid my set. I'm not sure it's long enough, and I didn't really perform it the way I probably will. And they're like, just turn on your camera and record yourself. But then I know I'm not going to have laughter, and that's hard. So much harder mm-hmm. to record myself doing it. To nothing, because I don't, you know, I'll be like, you know, like, what am I going to do? Like, I have a microphone, obviously, so it's not that hard. So I'll just be like, so you're doing, hey, everyone, y'all look great. You're a great audience. Yeah. Five minutes. All right. So how many, how about how many jokes are in five minutes? I have like two or three paragraphs, but you know what? For Dave Jackson's roast, I had two full pages of jokes. Okay. Like single spaced. And that was supposed to be five minutes. I probably went seven though. But I don't want to go seven for this. I just need to fill in. First of all, I need to pause for laughter, which I'm terrible at. Terrible at this. Because, the you know, because this this is the thing where you have to like, where like you talk and then you bring it down so they'll laugh. You have to wait till they're done. And then you go, you know, finish the joke. So like. My jokes this time are about comparing having a kid at 20 and then 40. Okay. Do you know the podcasting so, could really, really help you with this? Because there's some th- some things that when you tell me about stand-up, I see the same tendencies in podcasting. Like when someone's talking and you and you have an impulse, like you want to say something, you just charge right in. You don't yield, and then if someone else has something, like, you don't yield the floor. It's kind of weird. No. I have a right. co-host that does the same thing. Like, I'll be talking, I'll be setting something up, and then he'll go, you know, and he'll completely change the subject. Not that you do this. He'll completely change the I subject. I have done that. And wreck the whole, and then I'm like, now, I, I had half the setup, I can't go back. I might as well just take that joke, wipe my ass with it, and throw it in the trash. It's done. I didn't always know you were telling jokes, though. So. Not you. Not you. No, I'm ta- I know. I'm but remember, the- we had that problem with Off in the Weeds when we did it together at first because <laughs> right. like, you were setting me up for a joke and I had no idea. Right, <laughs> and right. I would go off in a totally different direction. You're like, no, dude, this is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like in the dark completely like, oh, sorry. sorry. But yeah, because we, we never really said anything. Well, it's the same thing with this. We don't really talk. We shut the mic off and no. we don't talk again until we turn the mic on a week later. So what I'm going to start doing, I think, is like, for example, what we're going to talk about a little later, the card that I put in there, that is a bit that I'm kind of like working through. Okay. So if I work it through with you guys, I can use that. From It's not that something I'm working through for this show, but like if I'm going to do this a few times, I'm going to need more material. Yeah, you're going to so. have to build this. I mean, I can't imagine. Can you imagine someone doing an hour? Like no. how hard that's got to be? Well, so here's what's funny. When I first started writing my five minutes... It was so long, and the reason why is I was writing my own HBO special. (laughs) And you can't do that. If you need five minutes, you have to hit them with a joke in the first 30 seconds. Within minute one to three, they should laugh at least five times. Like, you can't be like, so, you know... I have two beautiful children. One's a girl. What you know? Like you can't do that. 
So could we so do to, that for this to, podcast? I had to shorten it like this. Yes. What are you so, saying? So what I'm, I'm saying is like, could we, when we <laughs> come out exactly of here. exactly are you saying? Could we make, you know, people, could we set up like five, like one joke right out of the get go instead of saying. So, and again, everybody does this. All right. So we're kind of working through this on the show. So everybody does like, how was your weekend? Because we haven't talked. So, you know, you, it's the first thing you want to do is how you doing? How's your weekend? Instead yeah. of that, you know, we, we come up with a segment where it's just like, boom, right out of the boom. And then you yeah. kind of talk about that. Really, we should really talk about our weekend until either we're off mic or way later down the show. Because nobody no, really cares about what our weekend tuning- is. I think they are. I nah. think they're tuning in to yeah, hear about us and bit. to hear about our weekends. These are really? a little bit. Started- they started out as friends of ours, Listen, and then I have others feeling, who came. Uh, uh, yes, your friends want to know about your weekend. Unless your weekend it involves police activity, a uh, bodily function. I mean, you just described my whole no, year last year. No, I think that our situations, like a couple of stories we tell, oh my God, our mother stories, I think people relate to those, and they and there's no police involved or chocolate cock rings involved. <laughs> But we could get right to it. I mean, actually, I think this time we did kind of get right to it. A little bit. Yeah. Didn't we? So we're getting better. It's only episode 22. I don't think Elsie and I were even good to like episode 75. 62. That's when I took over. Rude. (laughs) I'm just saying we didn't have segments for a long time. I know. No. We just talked like randomly, like kind of like how we're doing now. And it'll come in. So like, yes, I have. But also, you know what? None of us have ever written... For a radio show, I don't know how to do segments like that. Like, mm. I know how to give tips. I know how to give advice. I know how to, like, do, you know, like, Elsie and I came up with, like, Jessica's pet peeve and let's do the news and stuff. And we could do, you know, like, Howard does that stuff, too, where he does the news and brings in, like, a character or whatever. But Speaking of segments, I definitely had an outside Melissa's box experience yesterday. Hold on. Outside Melissa's box Ugh, but you didn't put it in. What that, is it? That hives it me up. I did. You saw a picture of it on my Instagram. I, oh, instead I did, of yes. having my egg and cheese on a Sunday morning and eating my typical breakfast, we tried a new, it's in a crack den strip mall, but the inside looks like an HGTV home that they just did with the cement floors and the exposed beams and ductwork on top and this it's a breakfast place, breakfast lunch, I would say, and they have bowls and they have smoothies and they have drinks and they have just super healthy, in my opinion, so gross, but because I like the fattening and they have a non-grain, zero-grain bagel. I got mm-hmm. the What's avocado. That? I know. So Stuart said, what's that? And she had to explain I said, so it's just gluten-free. Is that what you're saying? And she said, we use three kinds of flour that are non... We use almond flour and we use... John, they were flowers I've never heard of. I've never heard of them. Seriously, I can't find this post. I don't think it's on Instagram. I didn't see it either. And I I follow you It must be on Facebook. Okay, try Facebook. So Stuart gets this bowl. And the bowl, it's like a coconut milk. It's blue. That's what I have to tell you. It's a... Bluey the goop, milk and I said, is blue. "Oh, I found it. 
so he gets this bluey goop. It's called uh, what the Ocean Frigsicles. Yeah, it's called Ocean Front. And I said, "Is that yogurt?" He said, "No, it doesn't have the consistency of yogurt." On the bottom are chunks of fruits and roots that he's never heard of. That we literally took out our phones and started googling what was in what he was eating. And I got an avocado toasty kind of thing on this gluten free. So that bagel. is avocado. Yes, avocado and sea salt and and turmeric and and yeah. So I scraped all the avocado onto one half of the bagel and I piled it up and I ate most of that half because I like I don't know, it was it was gross, but Stuart loved his and thought it was delightful and I got a matcha smoothie. What's matcha? Matcha, matcha, matcha tea. What's that? It's a Japanese green <laughs> tea. And okay. has, no, the matcha is actually not bad because I the have smoothie was had good. a matcha smoothie somewhere. Yes, that's someone. what I had. It was yummy. Matcha green tea. Sm- oh, Starbucks has matcha smoothies and they're delicious. Now, it's this so funny had- because you're talking about this and the next picture under that is a box full of Dunkin' Munchkins, a bunch of uh, croissants <laughs> and a bowl of Shut up. You shut up. You. Well, that's, that's more me than this blue bowl that Stuart got and this bright green plate of whatever that I got. And I thought, I am definitely outside my box. Where is the grease? Where is the carb? Where is the, like, where, uh, where is the cheese and the joy in this meal? And you know what? I figured... Not every meal needs cheese and joy, just the good ones. But not every meal needs to have that. I, I hear you. Croissant. See, well, croissant? I'm doing the whole, croissant? like I've changed everything. And now I'm like a big fan of the Instapot. I love my Instapot. Yeah, I boy. have hard-boiled eggs in it. I make chicken in it. I've steamed vegetables in it. So I don't eat that bready stuff anymore. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do this low-carb thing. I hear what you're saying, but I'm pretty confident you were in a sugar coma last time we recorded after Easter. Oh, after Easter? Easter? I was definitely in a sugar coma. Okay. I think I ate like a whole – I before I came down here, I ate like one of those medium-sized uh, buttercream eggs, mm. which was – I mean, I think I, I was those. jonesing for the rest of the day. I it ate a real crazy. bunny. <laughs> I ate a rabbit. <laughs> It was full of chocolate. Right. (laughs) I mean, the blueberries look good, but I don't know if I could eat that blue poo porridge that's in there. I love the way they put a little green leaf there for garnish. And that's kind of what I feel like all of these healthier places are doing. They're making super pretty foods with fruits and roots that I've never heard of. And I I don't know, man. I just want a cheesy egg. Yeah, I want a Western omelet. Loaded home fries with fried onions well and done. some scrapple. Well done. Oh, Very well good. Well done. Yes. And what, some scrapple. Th- Ew. Oh, scrapple's the best. Ew. Now, if people Jews don't, don't know scrapple. what scrapple is. Actually, Wait. Scott loves scrapple, but this Jew doesn't eat scrapple. This Jew or doesn't eat scrapple fish. either. It's Ooh. everything but the squeal. No. It's all the leftover pig parts <laughs> ground up, and they put some no. stuff in it, and they make it into a block, and then they take and slice it. And fry Everything it. but the squeal. <laughs> Everything but the squeal. Yes. It's delicious. Um, Melissa, what was the what was the gluten free bagel like? Terrible? So you Grainy? know when a matzo ball is not good and it's a rock, like it it just like you can hear it hit the table super hard yes, and I it's, do. I do know what so that's the, like. So the inside that's not really finished cooking, it's still wet ish almost. Yeah, that's what that's, I thought it would be like. 
That's exactly what the Bumpy bagel is. Bumpy and hard. Yes, on the inside. It's it, and it. So Stuart's like the like, inside of a tennis ball. It's like chewing on the inside of a tennis ball. Exactly. So okay, she comes over <laughs> to you and says, "How was your breakfast?" And mine is sixty percent still on the plate, and I'm finished. And Stuart says, "Oh, it was lovely." And she said, "Looks right at me. You didn't like the bagel." That's so a bagel. Fuck? What am I supposed to say? I mean, no, it's a bagel. Yeah, say no. it was, the bagel was terrible. I, I, said, I tell them. I when I I'm like in a place the crusty and I don't like outside. the food, yeah. I tell them. What is that uh, green mush with the brown dots? What is that? That's the Guacamole. avocado. That's the avocado, and the orange dots are sea salt, and there's turmeric in there, and it oh, was Lord, help it was not a good morning for me. Help but us. you know what? Help I lived. Us. I lived. I didn't. I think I'd have left there. I'd have drove right to the nearest McDonald's and got myself a couple of. Uh, but I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I didn't want to say it was fucking gross out here. She does care. She said, "We'll try harder." I'm like, "No, no, no! I'm sure somebody try harder. Try we'll making try something with flour. Harder. I'm sure somebody <laughs> who hasn't had carbs or is gluten free will totally appreciate this. But I like the crusty outside and the soft, gooey inside. Like I, it's it's really a texture thing for me. It always has been. I, I can't. Ugh, I can't. So you look her right in the eye and say, "Listen, I'm a Long Island Jew. I know what a bagel is. This is an abomination. And the spread's not, not bad. Bagel. What's that?" <laughs> And it's pronounced bagel. What I say? Bagel. 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 It's the same thing. Still doing it wrong. It's not the same. I'm a it's Long a Island Jew. I would never say bagel. I'm a Long Island bagel. Jew, and it's a beagle. Exactly. Beagle. Beagle. A beagle's a dog. A bagel's a <laughs> lovely else. breakfast. Yeah, so I felt terrible. I couldn't. I and I got in the car. I'm like, did I just make her feel better for serving me a shitty actually shit. what she sandwich? Gave me, what she gave me a was a bagel. It was not cheese. a bagel. That's what a bagel is. Bagel. Mm. Um, I want to let you know the last time we spoke, I told you of an incident where I bad parenting that situation. Oh, yeah. There happened to have been an incident last night that I do not feel comfortable discussing in its entirety today. But I just want to tell you, if not, for, bring it up. if not for parents being on their children's social media and aware... I mean, there was a horrible incident with a kid who posted something on Snapchat and and somebody saw it and did the right thing and made phone calls and was a very supportive community. So I really think that, you know, people should not give me a hard time about that as I'm expecting who to did? get as I'm who expecting gave you a hard time. Well, you guys kind of did. Well, um, again. what did I give you a hard time about? How call? I did it. How I did it. How I said, okay. you're a bad parent, you bitch. But oh, no, no, not saying, that part. I think no, yeah, it's very for me hard. it was that part. It's very hard. No, that was to... exactly what I was bitching about, dude. I'm staring at your boob right now. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. 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 Oh, not mine. <laughs> not you. That was a me. boob shot. Sorry, I was looking for so, hand cream. So, My hands are so being tired. on social media as a grown-up, um, monitoring things has paid off. So, as part of a community who wants to support people in our community, it just came full circle and. I, I don't was think that they're mature enough to have the responsibility of social media and being unmonitored. Kids, Children, you mean? teenagers. How old? What? How old? Uh, until they're how 21. old are they when they're responsible? And 21? Pretty much. Well, their brain doesn't stop That's developing until 25. Nathan has had it since he was 12, and he's never done one thing wrong with it. Yeah, there you go. But Emily, on the other hand, pretty much abused it from the get go. So, so there you go. 
Have you guys seen the um, ads for cock blockers or is it called just blockers? Yes. Block, rooster blocker. Yes. When, um, when is it appropriate to let my kids see that? What are you talking about for people that have That's no idea? That's the dumbest. You know, the only premise for a movie dumber than this is Bad Moms. Honestly. I love Bad Moms 1. If your kids make a pact to have sex on prom night and you spend two hours of your life even trying to stop it from happening, why? Why? Why do you care if your kids lose their virginity on prom night? I lost mine when I was 15 and I'm fine. Okay, first of all, there was so much in there to unpack. I don't know where to start. I was going to say the same thing. Let's start from the back. That's such a stupid premise for a movie. Of all things to stop them from doing. Out of all the things I did in high school, having sex was probably one of the more safe things I did. Okay. (laughs) To be honest with you. My head's spinning. You don't think they're mature enough to see a movie about it, but they're mature enough to have an emotional connection or physical no, connection. No, say- I didn't say anything about whether or not they're mature enough to see the movie. I think the movie is a stupid premise. I don't know if they'll ever be mature enough to see it. It's just <laughs> dumb. I don't know if I'm mature enough to see it. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. It's not that I'm afraid of the sex part of it. I'm afraid of the baby part of it. Like, I don't want to be a grandfather for a while yet. So losing your virginity at 15, do you feel like you were mature enough at 15 to do what you did? Do you feel like you were ready for that or that was something you just wanted to, pardon the pun, but bang out and get over with? Get over, bang I'm not, out? I, I am going to say that I do not regret the decision. Right, but, and, um, but, and. I probably didn't really appreciate sex for another year or two. Oh, that's it? That's pretty good. That's, <laughs> That's pretty so good. So I had a boyfriend wh- that I met from AZA, which is a Jewish uh, youth group, um, when I was 13 and he was 15. And we dated for two years before we even had sex. And then we dated for another two years after that. So, like, he was my boyfriend all through high school. So can't really say it was, like, one of those experiences that I regret. Like, I wasn't drunk and I didn't just find some random – like, it was, like – I mean, it was, like, special, I guess. But, like – um, there were air quotes around the word special for those of you. Well, because I was also, in order to get up the nerve, we were both very wasted. <laughs> so, because we were, you know, scared shitless mm-hmm. to do it. So, I mean, you know, but I mean, it wasn't an unfun experience. The second time was certainly better than the first. And then, you know, it got subsequently better from there. But you think but at like, 15, you're emotionally ready to, especially for a girl, I don't care about a boy. They're in it for just just the, just the feeling as opposed to a girl where cue the music, it's more than a feeling. It wasn't like that for me. I was just having fun. I just thought it was fun. I liked him. He liked me. And we were just having fun. That's all. Did you think you it were in love? At 15? I'm asking. At the time, I would say I thought that I loved him. I now, he and I both realized, I mean, we were very good friends, but we, he was extremely shy, like deaf mute shy. And I enjoyed, <laughs> he was. And I enjoyed the mystery of that. So like, I felt like I loved him, but probably I was just more infatuated with like, why doesn't he talk? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's probably what I was I very interested. I was very interested. I had several boyfriends. I had another one in college like that, that was so shy, I could barely speak. And I was like, I adore him. And I couldn't figure out why. It's probably because, like, I do all the talking. But anyway, so, like... Um, I adore him. I'm going to eat him. For the longest time... Okay, so, like, all sex with this cat, 
I don't regret. There are some in between this boyfriend, this cat. Yeah, I don't regret. You know, cat as in speaking jazz. She's speaking jazz. Like an actual cat. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm scatting. God damn it. All right. So, um, (laughs) people that I slept with after him like number two number three like those i regret a little more. number 72 number 73 number 49 definitely 35 no i mean it's like a deli checkout yeah (laughs) i mean the next ones i slept with after him i i regret but you know it wasn't until i had another boyfriend that i was glad i was sleeping with that person you know what i'm saying like the one-offs were not good for me at that age they were very bad for me at that age we talked about your confidence problem so at 15 because you're in a you know a confidence of i liked him i knew he didn't like me but i wanted to do it because i wanted him to like me kind of thing no mm -mm. i didn't have that confidence problem until college so at college, college was round about the time I felt like so weird to listen to women talk about this. College was round about the time I felt like I needed to sleep with boys so they would like me. In high school, I didn't feel that way because I was still smart. And okay, that's high school. You're not. And, oh yeah, I guess fifteen. You're in high school. Um, I was in high school. It was in college is when I started failing out, drinking, doing a lot of pot. My parents got divorced. I was super miserable. My head got a little screwed up by it all. And I started thinking like, well, if I don't sleep with him, he's not going to like me. And then I would sleep with them and then they still didn't like me. And then it made me go lower and then lower and then lower and lower. But in high school, I was very much like, I don't know. I still, you know, you, you still have hope for your life <laughs> in high school. And I think it's the other way around. I think girls at 15 want to be accepted and want to you were I think in a unique situation where you were with a boyfriend for two years and then two more years I don't think that's very common I think Mallory came home once and said so and so broke up with they broke up and I said broke up yeah they were going out going out I mean you're 12 what is going out at 12 I mean do you actually go out do you meet at a movie do you want me to drop you off somewhere with a group of friends what is going out oh they got back together how do you know like what are the signs like how that is it a nod in the hallway is it a handhold oh I think it's a lot bigger uh, a bigger difference now because I think the kids grow up faster because of everything that they see everything on the internet I think they grow up so fast. I think they're introduced to so much more than they were when we were, you know, when we were kids. You know, we didn't know half. They definitely of the stuff don't treat sex with the same reverence that we did, and that's saying something because we didn't really treat it with very much reverence, and it's even less now. I will say that there's a lot like of they, girls that were technical virgins, but not really virgins. Are we discussing oral sex? Like there are hummers going across the high school like crazy. The middle school. I mean, it's it's. Uh, yeah, the middle school. We wouldn't have done that in middle school, but kids, th- these children do that in middle school. It's amazing. Like it's holding hands. John, yeah, holding hands. John wants to go back, and we're grateful we're not there anymore. I know. No, I don't want to. No. John, mm-hmm. how old were you when you lost your virginity? Seventeen. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. And was it with a girlfriend? Yes. And we were dating twenty five minutes. Oh, okay, eight, eight months. months or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and were you in love with her? I thought so. And but more importantly, how long did it last after that? Four months. Uh, reason mm. being was it was the, the problem was that you know back then the drinking age was eighteen, and uh, she was seventeen. I was eighteen, so then I could go to places that she couldn't get into, and then that became a big giant fight. So that was the end of that. And again, you know, you're, you're, you're a kid. You're, you're just, you don't even know. 
Listen, right. I was a moron when I was. Well, I'm still a moron. I was more of a moron back then, and you know, you just bounce around. You know what you're doing. You, you didn't. I didn't. You didn't realize the feelings you were having or, or what you were doing to other people. You know, stupidity. So my fear is for my kids and their feelings, and I have to let go of a lot of this and just let them have their experiences. And intellectually, I know that. But emotionally, I mean, the same way Stuart and I have the different parenting, I want to wrap them in bubble wrap and gently toss them out into the world. And he wants to give them knives to juggle, saying, when they cut themselves, I'll sew them back up. I can fix things. And I want them never to get hurt. So the difference between the two of us, like we almost can't parent in the same room because well, I'll come home. how do you learn and, if you don't make a mistake? Fault. Yeah, there's a whole book called The Blessings of a Skinned Knee. Right. Um, that you fall, you hurt yourself, and you realize, oh my God, it's not going to kill me. And I kind of want to get to Mallory's first heartbreak now so that I can watch it and be supportive. But I also don't ever want her to fall in love until I vet the guy. And I mean, it's, I, I, this is John's problem with me. I want to control everything. And I'm, exactly. I'm making a conscious effort to have only getting them the fuck out of my house be the thing I'm controlling, getting them to study getting them to get involved in something that can get them accepted into college so that I don't have to support them forever. I want them to go out and be successful. And I I don't know that I'm really preparing them for that. What do you mean? Well, how are you not preparing them for that exactly? Because I'm on their... So I'm always on their case, right? I'm always like, did you did you study? What test do you have this week? All right, let's study for that. And can I do this? I don't know. Did you study for that? Like, I'm, I'm a dick. Like, I'm kind of a dick. Instead of saying, school is your job, you are solely responsible for your grades, go get them, I have nothing to do with it, I'll walk out of the room to let them do work, I come back and Ethan's like on Fortnite, this stupid shooting game, which he knows he can't have from Monday to Friday, and he only gets on weekends, but because I wasn't standing over him, making sure every every stitch of work is done. And I decided to, t- I'm taking steps back. I'm becoming a little less involved. Why can't you play a game Monday through Friday, but you can play it Saturday and Sunday? What's the difference in days? Um, you have a job during the week. Your job is school and to get good grades. And if you have those grades, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can play online with your friends. You can do what you want. Although, he did lie to me about it, which is why I dragged him to that acapella Duh. concert on Saturday night. <laughs> of course he's so. going to lie. He can't tell you the truth. As long as he has his stuff done and everything's done, why can't he play with the game during the week? Because that's when their friends are playing it. On the weekend, everybody's managed and they're out doing things and his friends aren't playing. You have to play the game when their friends are there. Let me tell you something. My father used to do this to me all the time. We were the opposite. We could play on during the week because our parents weren't around. On the weekends, our parents were home and we were handled. We had to do stuff. Well, my friends were allowed to go out and play football and stuff. And I wasn't allowed Mm. because I had chores to do and I had to help my father around the house. And that used to drive me crazy. So what I would do is I would sneak around and I would get in trouble. And I'm like, you make me lie to you. You make me lie to you. Because you of hear your yourself, unreal you expectations. You make me lie to you. <laughs> Nobody makes you lie to them. You what do you mean I, make listen, you lie? I want to do this. There's you, no reason why I can't. saying you've created a situation where in which he can't win and it's not reasonable. Exactly. Right. If you're a non-obedient child who has exactly. to have what he wants as a, because you know better. Because your overbearing 13, mother 14. will not let you play a video game during the week. After your schoolwork's done. Who got you that game? Who got you all the shit you play on? Ma- I paid well, for it. Go matter. get yourself your own fucking gaming device, <laughs> and then we can talk again. 
See, Go what ahead. I'm telling you is but, that, uh, that's Chad. why that's why kids lie. That's why you sneak around because they have to. Because you- this is why I, this is exactly why I used to lie to my mother because I did not think her rules were reasonable, mm-hmm. and because I was doing everything well. I mean, that's debatable as to whether or not I was doing everything fine. I didn't get the the great grades in high school, but um, like for example, I had to be off the phone at ten. Well, I didn't go to bed till like twelve one in the morning, so I would sneak a phone into my room, plug it in, and talk on the phone all night. And I would always get in trouble and get grounded, but it didn't stop me from doing it. I would still do it. Full on grounded. And then the situation that I had the other day with um, with a Snapchat kid doing something horrible. And I said to myself and to Stuart, all right, go ahead and vape. Go play your game because it could be so much worse. Like it could be so much worse. So if that's this not is- exactly a reason to make sure they turn into juvenile delinquents. But I mean, you could be more relaxed based on what it is they want to do. Yeah, like like John is saying. You almost have to just back off and let them fail and and use it as a teaching moment. Yeah. Right. But when I say I things like, oh, I, I see that you got a C on your math test. Do you think that's because he's like, fuck you, mom? Like, it's always he doesn't say that, but but his he means it. I mean, he's always like, no, I knew it. And it's just I don't I don't understand. So let me get you tutor. No, a tutor's not going to help. And it's just totally irrational arguments that come at me they are 14 13 and 14 john they are not smart enough to have a rational argument you can't admit right now that i know better than they do at 13 i know and 14. you know better i know you know better but they don't know better so they have to learn better what he's saying is you're steering them let them do the things they want until it goes south and then you take it away then they can why live in the your restriction basement? beforehand he's saying why the restriction beforehand the burnt hand teaches best. In other words, it, when you make a mistake and you go, damn, I ain't doing that anymore. Every once in a while, you got to make a mistake. So I don't think at 14, you're smart enough to say, damn, I'm not doing that anymore. Unless it is a burnt hand. Unless it is physically. I think they're happier to leave with grades that they that kind of stink. They don't care. Like it doesn't affect them right now. The same way they don't understand if you're not brushing your teeth, your teeth are going to fucking fall out. It's going to hurt when you get cavities. It's kind of like getting a sunburn, getting a tan because you like how you look tan and later you have cancer. It's kind of like smoking and you don't realize that you're going to get cancer. Like there are things where there are not direct repercussions or you just don't worry about it or care because it's not stopping you in the short run. Okay. So I have my daughter. She's 16. She helps me edit. All right. And one of the things about my daughter, she's exactly like me. She's a procrastinator. I'm the biggest procrastinator in the world. And the reason that I do this as I make my life harder on me, I know that it's I'm I'm never going to change. So what I because what happened was I would always get punished and I was never allowed to fail. So because I was always handled. So what I do with my daughter is I say, okay, here's the job. It has to be done by this day. I give her a little reminder. I give her another little reminder. I shut my mouth. Then I go and I go, where is this? And she's like, well, I had, I said, oh no, I don't want an excuse. This is either done or not done. You either pass or fail. I don't want to hear nothing. You had all this time to figure out and schedule and plan to get this done. You failed. You're done. Give me that. I'll finish it. You've just made my life harder. And now... I don't know if I can give you another job or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, it's been a week, and she hasn't had any money come in, and she's like, all right, I get it. All right, I won't do this again. All right, here's one show. 
show me you can make deadlines with one show. I'll give you another. And she's back up to three. And I haven't had that have that conversation anymore. I'm not going to sit there and babysit and helicopter parent. I gave her a deadline. I told her everything she needed to know how to do. And I let her go. And when she failed, I let her have it. That's how I did it. And it seemed to work. So, I mean, every guess, every kid's different. And the reason I know how to handle her is because she is the splitting image of me. Splitting image? <laughs> Whatever. Sp- spitting image? Whatever. Spitting, okay. splitting, whatever. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying, and she's cl- how old is she? Sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was the one I had the most trouble with growing up. Because she she's you, the... and all the things you hate about you are in her, and exactly. you just can't fix them. And I see that too. And exactly. That makes me crazy. The defiant. My, she was the most defiant kid. You had to break her will all the time. Go upstairs. No. I had to drag her up the steps to go to her. Go to your room. No. One step at a time, hauling her up the steps, you know, running away from you, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, again, I always say, you know, I used to say this to my ex all the time. It's me and you against the kids. You can't just you can't be their friend. It's us. We're here to parent. This isn't this isn't fun and games. It's a job. Mostly because for us, at least when I say it's it's us against them, um, it's because they're going to leave. And someday when they leave. We're here. We're still here. You still have to deal with me. It's not, but I guess that didn't work out for you. you I think I'm having PTSD from this conversation. (laughs) See? (laughs) Because you've been through it. Yeah. I am either traumatized by my experiences with my own parents or my older children. (laughs) Either way, I don't want to talk about disciplining teenagers anymore. I'm dying. Okay. You're dying? I'm dying. I'm slowly dying on the inside over here. Because it's hard to win with teenagers, and, and each kid is different. There's no winning. There's no winning. And as long as you kid understand. Has a different, each kid has a different trick that works for them, and it takes all the failing to figure out what that trick is. I don't know what Ethan's trick is because he's smart and sassy, and I don't know where they you know, get that. As a result, he probably can handle his own without a lot of helicoptering, and there is some merit to the fact that, like, like Nate did not start giving a crap about his grades until they until I allowed him to let them slip. So John's right in that way. Like he like he fought me and fought me and fought me and fought me till I went like, you know, t- took my hands off. He got an F and turned it around. Um, Emily, on the other hand, I couldn't helicopter her no matter what. And she just failed and like but then she made it up and you know, her own way. Like she, she was kind of like Cher from Clueless. Like she would renegotiate all her grades at the end of the semester. (laughs) Yeah. As if they were based on real grades. I couldn't be more proud. Yeah, I know. And I was proud because like, because I would look online and she goes, those aren't my grades. Just wait till the end. (laughs) She's just like, that's so funny. So, I mean, every kid is different. So in a nutshell, I was watching Grey's Anatomy with my daughter and there was a character who was, played by Scott Speedman, who talked about his sister and how he was raising his sister's kid because he said, there's my sister, she's limited. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, she's limited. Which Who's means, not limited? Which, right, but it turns out it meant she went out, she slept with a guy, she got pregnant, she had a baby, she couldn't handle it, she kind of left, and he took, he had, he's raising her kid because she's limited. What is that? That is not what that means. Uh, For him, as he explained it, that's what he means. And I just thought, that is the nicest fucking way I've ever heard somebody say, my kid. She's all fucked up? She's all fucked up. Like, how nice that he still loves her and respects her enough. They're not real people. I get that. But then I started to think about the limited people in my life. 
And if I just saw them as limited and not expecting humanity, not expecting humanity and, and anything really from them, I, I would be a happier person if I saw people as limited to what, this is the best they could do, Melissa. Yes. This is the best your parents can do. This is the best this friend who has disappointed you time after time can do. They just don't have the ability. They're limited. And I thought, oh, well, that, there's I've a lot of people. I've never heard anyone describe being limited in it as a good thing before now. Well, well it's not really that. It's what it's happens not a good is thing. you are lowering your expectations of that person. Eliminating your expectations when it comes to certain or eliminating, yes. Right. yes. But there's nothing wrong with that because actually, that's one of my husband's like biggest flaws is his expectation of others, and like how he expects everyone to treat him the way he treats them, and then he goes above and beyond in every situation, and it's impossible to live up to that. He must be constantly disappointed. Is he constantly disappointed in people? Constantly disappointed. And isn't yes. and doesn't that feel terrible? Wouldn't it be better if he understood people's limits and didn't expect from them everything he's willing to give? I mean, yes. If I'm going to call. I Scott. mean, I have taught him to see certain people as limited, and it has helped. I like that phrase. It's not saying We've you're a about deadbeat. It a lot, You're not talking about like Forrest Gump. Why limited. do you expect? Yeah, That's no. what Jess thinks you mean by limited initially. Sometimes. But, That's what I yeah. thought you meant at first. Oh, look at him. He's limited. <laughs> well, that's what I thought she meant too. Like we're changing. You know, so we like, have to right. change words like to make things capable. nicer. <laughs> Can't we just be words or words so we know whatever? Because see, that's what's happening. Everybody changes a word, and we don't know what it means anymore. You should put out a dictionary, John. You should put out your <laughs> own dictionary. You should put out the old man dictionary. That might not be a bad idea. You know, have the urban dictionary. And Old it's called, hey, you kids, get off my lawn. Yeah, hey, you kids. And then kids. you just put out your dictionary. With That's your hair right. and your clothes. With your like, hair, with that hair and that music and your clothes. Yeah, And, the split, and make it a God. splitting image. A spitting <laughs> image, but okay. Hey, Jessica, can you tell me the dumbest shit that people brag about? That was the worst segue I've ever heard. I could do a worse. <laughs> We're like worse? Laurel and Hardy in a vaudeville act. Hey, Melissa, tell me what you saw about the baseball game this weekend. Well, what did I see? I saw who's on first. Um, <laughs> um, no, I've just been noticing lately that people brag about some of the dumbest shit ever. I want to know if you guys have ever noticed that, doesn't it, or if it bothers you. It's like porn. You don't know how to explain it, but you know it when you see it. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is full of this, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so like people bragging about how drunk they got, how wasted they were, like that's an accomplishment. So Horrible. I just found a podcast the other day. I'm always looking for new podcasts to listen to, entertaining. I found this new podcast through Twitter. It's two girls from Canada. Uh, one does a morning show, and now she's with her friend. She's doing a podcast. And the first story that they were talking about how is the one got so drunk that she was in a bar, karaoke bar, eating food off a stranger's plates. Like she'd just walk up and just take a chicken wing off of somebody's plate and then take something. She was that drunk, and she doesn't remember it the next day. And then they're bragging about it. Isn't that I don't like mean a, to brag, but I put on 15 pounds. <laughs> what? Well, that is impressive. <laughs> what? That is impressive. I mean, just why talk about how drunk you got like that is an accomplishment. I can't stand that. How famous or rich your family or friends are. Like, I know people that constantly talk about, like, their rich friends. Like, oh, um... Well, you know, because there's some rather wealthy people in my husband's immediate-ish family. 
Right. And the other members of the family are always like, oh, my God, the beach house has like 80 rooms. Oh, my gosh. Like, she always has the nicest chocolates out when I go to see. Like, who the fuck cares? Who cares? Let's limit our bragging to shit you've earned or accomplished and not drank your way through other people's accomplishments. All right. So here's one. I'm on Facebook right now. I used to be addicted to body wash. But I'm clean now. That's terrible. What the fuck is that? That's just a pun. I know. That's what I'm just saying. It's just stuff like that you see all the time. That's the worst. What about how many hours people worked or how tired they are? Like it's a competition. Oh, my God. I worked 75 hours this week. I'm so exhausted. You, I haven't slept since Christmas. Meanwhile, you're all on Facebook. Why is that something you're bragging about? It's just a dumb thing to brag about, don't you think? Like, we should be bragging about, like, when we're nice to people. And instead, we brag about how little we slept, how much we worked, how terrible we cook. You and I are the worst at this. Oh, my God, I'm the worst cook. Like, it's an accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment. It's terrible. You see, and again, I'm guilty of this, like, with uh, my Philadelphia Eagles. It's like I'm actually playing say, the game. Sports teams is on the list. Yes. You brag, well, the Phillies, man, we killed it against your your Detroit Lions. Like who the- I brag about like my team just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, who cares? I Come do. on. But it's well, not your accomplishment to brag about. You didn't do shit. You sat around on your butt and yelled at the television and then got upset. No, That's he didn't. True. I'm the one who talks to myself. He I was don't- alone. But, John, didn't you also say that they lost their first three and that they, there goes the perfect season and not to brag, but oh. we're down three and whatever? Oh, yeah. and three? Weren't you oh, and three at the beginning? No, of the no, we weren't. We were not. I forget what it was, but we, I know we weren't. Actually, Melissa, you did one of these on this list last week. Um, Whoops. A couple of weeks ago. People brag on how much they spend on their vet bills. Like, that's oh, that's brag. right. <laughs> I have vet bills with a comma. Vet oh, bills, yeah, yeah, vet yeah, yeah, bills, yeah. Vet But bills. that's not a brag. Like, no, but people that's, do do I'm this. Serious. They're just like, I had to spend $5,000 to get their toenails sewn back on. You know, and they say it like it's like, you know, I mean, it's a complaint, but it's also like it feels competitive when people, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. Or like how many books they read. Have you ever seen the Facebook post where it's like, I've read 80,000 books this year. I'm so proud that I'm this much more knowledgeable than you. So the book one is, I got halfway into a book before I even realized I've read this already because I read so many books like that one. (laughs) But that's the, I read so many books is the brag. But the whole vet thing is I'm disgusted with myself and I'm no longer rescuing animals because well, I just can't afford it. Well, same as the work it. hours. I'm disgusted with how little I sleep, but how about, I how about still the workout? say it all the time. How about the workout? How about the I'm posting I where I ran? five miles. Yes, and how far I've run, how many hours I spent at the gym. I how like many... it with the route. It actually has the route. Yes. There's a picture yeah. of the route where they ran. Nobody you wants like to the fucking route? know that. Nobody wants to so know that. So you can clap for them in silence. Yes, congratulations. You're a rock star. You're a running rock star. As I get to the bottom Mazel of the tov. bag of cheese curls, I'm watching your route. A thinking, blessing on your head. Fuck Mazel you. Mazel tov. Right. Mazel tov. What about um, when people, oh, people brag about how long their kids slip, sleeps. Like when they're, when they first have a baby, my child slept five straight hours in a row. My kid sleeps from 14 hours a night. Like, fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> I hate that. I, I saw one last night 
and it's actually a friend I of th- me and Jessica's where he, he wrote, there's actual pee in the potty. Yeah, that was actually adorable. Because <laughs> well, I did that too. I was like, I repeat. The is- boy has been potty trained. Yes. I repeat. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yeah, for you, um, no one else. Cares. I actually only slept three and a half hours last night. So so I. I'm, but doesn't it sound like I'm bragging? Mm. Oh my god, I no. slept three and a half hours. I slept three, I'm so and I'm tired. still going. I'm taking my issue with your bragging. Held open by toothpicks. Yeah, it's like I don't understand that. Um, anyway, I just it was just uh, oh, and when people brag about how ADHD they are too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I can't pay attention. I have the worst brain. I'm so stupid and distracted all the time. Right. Have I feel you not like I that? feel like you've said that before. Oh my god, I can I barely say it all lift the my. Time, but I... It's actually I actually take medication for it, so I'm allowed. I'm allowed to brag about stupid things like that. So I don't take you know? any. I don't take any medication for mine. I can't. Uh, exercise and caffeine also helps it. Exercise makes I can't I don't want to hear about anybody else's exercise. Just got back from the gym. I have a big middle yeah, finger I for you. Yay, you! Oh, I can barely walk. Legs day can barely walk. <laughs> I've seen that too. Yes. If I if I say like I took that kettlebells class and thought I was going to die, mine isn't a brag. It's send food. It's please if you see my child walking somewhere, give them a ride. Their mom is paralyzed right now, and she's just sitting on a chair somewhere rubbing a dog who's already shit in the house because she can't move to let them out. Oh, Here's one. Podcasters love to do this because podcasters are, uh, what's the word, narcissists or uh, psychopaths? So, Sociopaths. Yes, to both. So what happens, a guy <laughs> comes on and he says, just put, yes out, and yes. just put out my first episode. Is 500 downloads a good number for your first episode? I want to stick my finger in his eye. That is one of those brags you're talking about. Yes, or also, yeah, is this a good number? I'm not sure if a thousand is good for my podcast. Listen, if it's more than two, you should congratulate yourself because it means someone else found it and listened. That's all. Right. It's so hard to get a listenership. I mean, we're kind of learning that. You know, I'm going to fix that, though. I I just download. I'm switching my email marketing system. And once that gets all in, I'm going to start email marketing people that I used to email a long time ago and tell them about our show because I haven't done it in a long time. I haven't emailed these people in year, three years. So if you're listening and you're one of those people on my list, surprise, I'm going to email you this week. <laughs> so um, here's one. Surprise! The person takes a selfie with their phone, right, in the bathroom mirror, and they put a post-it on the mirror with a saying. What is the post Like an inspirational oh. saying. Oh, Have yes, Their yes. morning affirmations. Yes. Yes! You, you are beautiful. You are smart. Actually, you that's are so strong. true. Or, or people who brag about how much they meditate. <laughs> That's a good one, too. I'm so zen. <laughs> I get up yes, at 4.30 in the morning so I can I meditate. I had a download. Yes. Yes, I get up at 4.30 in the morning so I can meditate before the children get up. So it starts yeah. me my day. I dated a guy in college who... That's your brag? When I slept oh. over his house, <laughs> I saw this big poster he had and all these post-its that said all of these life-affirming comments and i thought get me the fuck out of here right now you have to definitely the weirdest thing you've ever broken up with someone for is that the worst no is that the weirdest (laughs) weirdest weirdest Uh, weirdest no i no. that just took a neat turn so what were some of the funniest things you've ever broken up with somebody for me i only have one really funny one their voice 
voice. Their oh my god, their voice, their parents, their friends. Every oh, please, I'm an episode of Seinfeld in the I just in the making. Everything. I mean, really? nobody's belly button ever talked to me with a voice, but they're def- I can do that for you right now if you'd like. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> I, 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 everything, the smallest things. Really? Yes. Every the a weird smell. The fact that he had ants in his kitchen. Like I, I mean, the yes. Bye. We're Those done. Those are both very good reasons. The, to I mean, up with someone anything ants in the kitchen. I'm almost positive I was dumped a few times because of the water bugs in my apartment when I lived in Newark. Because um, it was really creepy. It was like living in a haunted house. Okay. And, uh, you'd be we'd just be sitting there, and all of a sudden, a giant. It looked like they look like cockroaches, but they're way bigger. Right. It would just start crawling up the wall behind me. Uh, yeah, Don't I would go. be scattering. <laughs> yeah, but can't I'm you say sorry. come back to my place? I mean, ugh. that was my place. Yeah, I'm That's saying, what I'm saying. Yeah. I know I was dumped as a result of that, and I it was a basement apartment. It was terrible. Oh my god. Yeah. See, I would I if I was you, I would have played away games. I would have never had any home yes. games. Yeah, definitely. I had two children. Oh, good gracious! I couldn't always play home ga- uh, away games. I got gotcha. you. So the dumbest, probably the dumbest thing I ever broke up with someone for was it was somebody I met online, and he came to me. We went out to dinner. He was very tall, like six seven. So he was a foot and a half taller than me. That didn't bother me. People would stare when we would go into restaurants. That didn't bother me. He was very t- – he was an electrician and he had been electrocuted more than once. What? And I love it. Of course. Well, he's an electrician. Yeah. And the el- his elbows and knees had no pigment, I guess, because the shock had gone to his <laughs> joints. So all his joints couldn't get tan and stuff. That didn't bother me. Yeah, exactly. What I what, But here's what bothered me. I went to his house for the first time. This is after we've been dating like two months. I went to his house for the first time. He had inherited it from his parents or oh, bought yeah. it from them or something. Did I tell you this? I yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was head to toe decorated with roosters. Cocks. Are you kidding me? Cocks. You don't That's remember this? because of the cocks. It's not even because of the cocks. Although I do have a prejudice against <laughs> In college, in college, anybody that would wear a USC hat that said cocks across their head, I was like, Game I cocks. am not speaking to you. Right. That is so stupid. But yeah, the rooster, it wasn't just, it was rooster plates, rooster wallpaper, 800 rooster figurines, rooster teapot, rooster salt and pepper shaker. Like, I was like, what is happening in here? <laughs> it was like, oh, my mom really liked roosters. And I was like, how long have you, I mean, he had lived there for like a year, a year. Pack a year, up. people. Pack them up, buddy. That woman loved cops. A year. A I year. Know. I can't stop saying it. He lived with those roosters for a year. A year. I couldn't believe it. I was freaked me out so bad. I had to go. I had to go, go, go and not look back. And I told you guys about the dirty talker. I was out after the first. That's right. The <laughs> dirty talker. Yep. So I was oh out after God. that. I, I mean, I, I don't think I need more. I mean, I. Dirt. Yep. I, but I think a lot of that has to do with timing. If this guy was in love with you, Jess, and you had a water bug thing, he'd be like, let's get you a new place. I'm in love with you. If I was in love with this guy who used that verbiage with me, I would have been like, hey, I think we need to talk about that because that's not working yeah. for me. Like there are there are things like that timing, the timing was wrong. I think if I met Stuart six weeks before I met him, like timing is truly everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I broke up with a girl one time because her car was filthy. Inside of her car was oh, filthy. I thought Scott was going to dump me when he saw my. But she didn't have kids. Really- I mean, she was like she was twenty something years old, 
and the inside of her car was it had a film it like had a it was crust last week huh mm. yeah it was last week so it was last i was week. dating a 20-something last yeah. week yes good for you no that's why i said that uh-huh. come on that's funny come on i'm funny too no soon? i know i got it yes too soon my six-year-old loved that joke mm-hmm <laughs> come on no it, it was come funny on. it was funny i get it um <laughs> okay anyway that's so the worst you broke that's up with the worst if someone says you know what I did get you it. tell her did we tell her it was filthy no Mm-mm. no you gotta run i didn't tell I her ran. it was dirty talking we didn't tell him that it was the cocks we didn't tell we just run sure it's a maturity thing i said the timing was wrong totally totally i was like 23 when this. To- it's a maturity yeah. thing you're like yeah no and even then before it had a name we ghosted all of them we're like and we're done here right i dated i broke I up a- with a girl because of her laugh I couldn't handle her laugh. I, I met a guy online that had a thumb penis. What does that mean? What is a thumb penis? A thumb penis is a penis the size of a thumb. That was our last date, by the way. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. The shape, the shape of a thumb? Not the shape, the size. Oh. Like, hold out your thumb and imagine... Trying to put your hand down a man's pants and having to search like you're looking for your keys in your pocket because it's the size of a thumb. You know what you should have done? A thumb penis. You should have grabbed them by the, the, the testes and tried to thumb wrestle it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would have been a better, uh, certainly a better scenario. Listen, yeah. here's some foreplay. Hey. Oh, that's unfortunate. Where's he now? It was unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know. I met tons of people online and think I never slept with him because who would? It just seemed like a lot of work. He's the head of the Micro Penis Foundation. Is there a Micro Penis Foundation? How do you know about it if there is? I just made that up. I don't know. Ouch. There probably is. There's some, There's a foundation for everything. Ouch. Um, we um, have we have a friend who made a comment to me the other day who said. She called to give me a critique of the podcast, um, a specific one of them. And she said, while she was hanging up on Marco Polo, she said, well, that's the pod shell in a nut cast. And I thought, <laughs> that is now our sign off. That's amazing. That's <laughs> she, the pod shell in a nut cast. That is definitely our sign off. That I'm is our sign off right from now on. I did. So that's what was the, the whole- critique? Oh, man. Um, there were lots. You don't want to get into it, do you? Was well, come on. Amy? Let's hear it. Let's hear the critique. Hi, Amy. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Listen, I'm telling you, she hit gold, and it's by accident because she has, like, bubble mouth some every once in a while. She can't get a comment out, and out came, oh, that's the whole podcast in a whole, whole pod, shell, pod in nut- shell in a nutcast. And I'm like, oh, my God, we are the nutcast in a pod yeah, shell. That's a pod that's shell it. in a nutcast. The Mm-hmm. So we that was the only guy. thing she that was the only thing she was upset about. That was the only critique she had. Oh no, no, she wasn't upset no, about anything. Not. But she she shared some. She thoughts. made suggestions. She about shared some thoughts. You, then I guess I can't drag them out of you right now. Why don't you call her? Um, Why don't you Marco Polo her and her. see what you can come up with? Yeah, I'll, cl- I'll connect you two on a on a Marco Polo. You can. Uh... You think that's a good idea? Is it about me? I don't know what critique no. she gave you. That is not what a good idea she, to what connect them. Well, your start with a five minute shtick thing is not is not what is not what she's looking for. She likes the the reality, the us, the stories, the. Mm-hmm. So well, she's yeah. just trying to catch up with you two. 
she wants to feel like she's there as part of the conversation, eavesdropping on a conversation with her friends. Anything that deviates from that is not on her list of what our podcast should be. Like a quiz that we find somewhere. Um, But our quizzes lead to fun stuff for me, at least. And if I'm still enjoying it... I I'm think in. they're fun, but I, whatever. If I'm still enjoying well, it, I'm she in. Knows, but see, here's the thing. She knows the two of you, all right? But what about the person that, that doesn't know the two of you? Yeah. You have to get them to love the two of you. So then they want to find, you know, they want to hear about your weekend and stuff like that. So the quizzes and everything kind of Help. bring them into it. John, I have to tell you, and I might I probably should have Plus, told you this. Melissa and I know each we... other a lot better now that we've done this show. I didn't know half the shit I know about her now. Before if this, we hadn't taken those quizzes. I should have told you that yeah. I'm an acquired taste. Um, <laughs> I've, I've really only discovered that in the last few years when I'm like, who doesn't like me? And someone said to me, you're an acquired well, taste. <laughs> you're an acquired taste. See, now, I don't Luckily, understand I that. To you. I, I immediately liked you from from jump street from the day you're, that you're we were trying to set up your yourself, microphone <laughs> she just insulted you what'd she say you're kind of special yourself though thank you i'm not saying you're an acquired taste she's i'm saying, just saying she, i knew you guys would like each other because i know i knew her well enough and i knew you well enough i'm limited but like, john honey she's not saying you're limited she's saying <laughs> you're special <laughs> you're not limited. no i'm not saying either one of those things i'm saying you, we both have the sixth sense of humor. You immediately like her. Yes. yes you right. guys are both similar in the curmudgeony, Thank meticulous. You. Like you have a lot of things in common, actually. Mm-hmm. So when I go out and I sit at a PTO thing or I'm at a function, I, I don't feel the need to smile at everybody I see. I don't shit rainbows like Stuart does. So if somebody first thinks that I don't like them, it's not because I don't like them. It's because I don't know you and I didn't just crack out a smile and shit rainbows on you. I'm, I'm not there. I don't know you. I'm not letting you into this force field I call my little world. But once you're in, man, you're in. Like, I I will shit rainbows on you. I will be there for you. throw them at your face like a monkey. Like a monkey. That's what's special about Melissa. She will shit a rainbow in her hand and throw it right at your face and say, here's your rainbow, motherfucker. Fecal rainbow in the pie hole from me. Yes. Once you're in, you're in. (laughs) That is the great name for a rock band. Fecal pie hole? I saw fecal pie hole with the crystal ballroom. Fecal pie hole. (laughs) Fecal Rainbow in the Pie Hole. That's yeah. the name of our next band. I'm right. writing that, that down. That should be the name of the title of this episode. <laughs> you it got should. it. It just, now it is. <laughs> now I have to now write it, it down, too. Yes. And I so, want to see the cartoon of uh, Melissa actually crapping a rainbow. Yeah. Can you do Mallory, that one? Mallory's going to have her work cut out for her. That's Let me try true. before she comes home. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't feel the need to hi 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 everybody. So if I am sitting there and I and it looks like Jess has told me in the past that it looks like I just ate shit <laughs> my resting bitch face. Um, uh, no, right. you just have no. But when you're not happy, your face makes a little. It's almost like somebody right now. There it is. Hi. It's like somebody the pulled beat. your. Have you ever like pulled a drawstring bag shut? Yeah, somebody pulled her ears and her mouth goes. She has pursed lips and a dimple. Her lips are so pursed it makes a dimple on the right side. Yes. All right. Stop looking at my face. That's amazing. All right. Get off my face. We're trying. There's a drop. Get off my face. So the (laughs) uh, here's the thing. 
if you ever watch somebody that's always cheery like that, you can tell, like, watch them for a little while, and they're all cheery. And then once someone moves out of the way, they can go back to resting bitch face. You can see immediately that's an act that they put on. And I'd rather have resting bitch face than, oh, my God. So I'd rather have that because at least I know where I stand with resting bitch face. Then, oh, it's so great to see you. Oh, and then they, after they walk away, they go. I don't think go. she wants that. Uh, this person also, I think, I don't know. What do you mean? She just wants, wants it to be. She just wants it to be Melissa and I having a conversation about whatever. Gotcha. She doesn't like real. anything that deviates from that. Hmm? And just be and be real. Well, I, how else can you not be real? I know. I think we should do what we were talking about earlier. I would. I know a segment I would like to do. Which is? I would like to talk about, like, I think, well, there's a local radio show that used to do this. I don't know if they still do it, but I always thought it was fun. And I always found myself talking back to the radio where we could talk about celebrities that have a birthday that week. Okay. And how old they're going to be. Because it's kind of fun to talk about who they are and what they were in and how old they are versus how old we are. And, like, you know. It's just fun, I guess, because when you hear like Zac Efron's only 30, you're like, oh, my God, I'm 13 years older than him. That doesn't tie you You into the look what they've accomplished in their whatever years. And here I am with a blue microphone. I'm not. No, you think I'm very insecure. And here's a problem with Capricorns. This will explain a lot. Tell me again what I think you are. Wait, finish that. What? (laughs) Please. I want to hear that myself. You think I'm insecure and uh, I have no confidence. No, I think you are a bundle of confidence. Oh, yeah, but you are. A back when of I knew confidence. you in college, you weren't. But right now, you are on fire. Capricorns are Bullshit. similarly me. Okay. Similarly, they are insecure and overconfident all at the same time. So, like, so like, I'm just guessing this because of what you were saying about me losing my virginity and how I wasn't mentally ready. Like, no, I was perfectly ready. I was perfectly fine. My self-esteem didn't take a dive till later, much later. But like, I am both scared shitless people are going to hate me and also don't give a fuck all at the same time. It's very confusing for me. Well, it's emotionally exhausting. It is also exhausting. But that's just how I feel all the time. So like, yes, I am. I don't know. I forget why this just came up. Okay, so you're talking about us, how we feel about you, and I think, to be honest with you... But why? Melissa said something that spawned it. Well, I don't remember what it was. I, I have to say that I think that you impose what you th- think we think about you on yourself. Yeah, that's not it at all. And my comment about 15-year-olds was, in mass, emotionally, they are not mature enough to handle it. So if you were bully for you, but by age, I'm thinking of my daughter, and there's no way... Well, but there's no way to know if I was emotionally ready to handle it unless I were to count repercussions and I can't think of any. That's all. I don't recall being traumatized, sad, upset, dismayed, right. used. I don't. I didn't feel any of those things and I didn't get pregnant. So as far as I'm concerned, it's Double. two thumbs up, baby. Double thumbs up. Double right. thumbs up. And then the other thing is like with your daughter, she's not even seeing anybody yet. She's not. I mean, if, if she was in a two year relationship oh God, with like somebody, 13. I'd God be worried. Help us. But she's not even seen anybody. I am worried. What's that? Don't let Mallory out of the house. Right. Yeah. I, until she's 20. I think her mouth will keep her safe. Um, I've also well, eaten hello? a baked potato what? across the table from her. And this girl eats it. <laughs> what was that? Her wit. Should oh. I change it from her mouth to her wit? Yes, you should. Her wit will keep her safe. And I've also eaten a baked potato across the table from her or watched her eat one. And there's no way. 
that she's going to get a second date if she eats a baked potato across the table from somebody on a first date. So, Do you think she would eat it like that in front of them? I hope she would know better, for you. but I will encourage her to eat it just like that on a first date. You know what guys like? Have a second guys date. like when you eat a potato like this. <laughs> I'm pretty guys sure that's that. what they want. <laughs> right. That a girl. That's my girl. <laughs> Keep it up. That wow. You can't imagine how sexy that is. <laughs> yeah, Mal, do that. <laughs> Listen, yes, you might have to take the pepper like spray out after eating that potato. You might have to fend him off. <laughs> back. Everyone back. I mm-hmm. say that when Stuart does Make something. Make sure you bat your eyelashes really fast, too, while you're doing it. I say that when Stuart either wears his food or says something stupid. Back off, ladies. He's all mine. Back up. Back up. I can't eat a meal without dropping something on my shirt. I don't know what that's all about. It's like I do know how to use a fork. I, I Maybe I don't, but I, you're thinking you know how to use a fork or something. It's like it, it they almost the food's leaping off the fork or spoon or whatever. Is it that you're eating know. quickly that it just falls off your No, no. No. It's just like you 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 poke something and you start to bring it up and all of a sudden it just it breaks in half or something happens. How I about the know. lean in? How about if you lean in and if it falls it falls on your plate, not on yourself? I do lean it should, in. It should be I think it's the the, the velocity. Then you become a hunchback. I'm a I'm like a permanent hunchback like if you're bringing it up the velocity of the food coming to your mouth and it breaks i have a hump it has an arc i'm a a humpback (laughs) i have jewish hump neck now hey go ring that bell over there hunchback ding ladies and gentlemen coming to the stage jessica (laughs) humpback up for men actually you know what give it up ladies and gentlemen (laughs) what do you guys think about a stage name because i'm afraid that if i do Open mic, stand up comedy. You can't use Kufferman, right? It's too Jewy. It's terrible. It's not too Jewy. It's impossible for people to fucking. It's impossible for people to. Don't say and say. Because even though it says it's pronounced the exact way it's spelled, nobody can do it. I do it, and I'm the worst pronouncer in the world. The worst pronouncer. I'm going to mm-hmm. let that go too. I can't. I can't hit every note I want to hit on this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, pronouncing for the Brilliant Observations <laughs> podcast. I'm the pronouncer. So you guys think I should have a stage name? Yes. I would love it if you had a stage name. Jesse K. Whoa. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I was thinking, so like when I used to do credit card collections, the way they would give us like a fake name is whoever your spouse, whatever their first name was, and if you weren't married, it could be your father. So like if I wasn't married, my name could be Jessica Andrews because he's Andrew. Right. Or because I am married, my name could be Jessica Scott, or I could do his middle name and do Jessica Harris. Oh, I do like Jessica Scott. That's nice. You do? Yeah. Jessica Scott. Here. Jessica Scott. Let's see. I like that. That would mean if anybody were following at home, your husband's name would be Scott Scott. <laughs> if you married and took his name. Well, that's He's- why I thought Harris would be better. Because if anybody ever met Scott, they would know, right, that his name was Scott Scott, which is terrible. No, I love that, too. When I was in college, right Scott before Scott. I right before I went on the air, they asked me if I was going to use my name. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, why wouldn't I use my name? And I, back then, I really wish I didn't. I wish I would have done. And they said to do the same thing. What's your name? What's your father's middle name? So I would have been John Alexander. I like John Alexander better than. That's nice, too. Yeah, it would have been a nice name if I'd have went with it then. But you can't do it now. It's like it's all right. too late. You have a following. It's too late. Right. Like I, I don't want to be so pretentious. Mm-hmm. Like Sting. It's like okay, everyone. I, I, I want to be from now on. I want to be. My, I'm changing my name. 
You should change it to just John. So because it's one of like the most Jack. common names in the entire world. Right. So you should just be John and you should coin it now that you go by one name so that nobody else can take it. Right. I'm John. Yes. That's right. <laughs> like Cher, Madonna, Sting, Bono. I'm John. Thank you. Yeah. I like it. And just if John. you want later, you can find a symbol. Like like maybe right. a thumb. <laughs> like this. That's my symbol. The good thing about Jessica <laughs> Kupferman is no one ever has it. That's true. Oh, I like Jessica you Scott. You know, like Jessica Scott and Jessica Harris and Jessica Andrews. Like, those are all very popular names. Right. It's hard to get social and media I will for never that. get it on social media. Never, ever, ever. Right. We give, as a last name, Stuart's first name. So, as a last name, because people know how to spell Stuart. They get it wrong either way. Right. Because when you say brilliant, they all say, can you spell that? I wanted to fucking spell it for you. I mean, uh, sure. Just like the word is spelled. Could you spell that? Mm. People can't seem to put the I. I know. I I made that mistake when I first tried to email you. And I can't get rid of that email because whenever it pops off, I got to look to see which one has the extra I. Yeah. People want to write brilliant. Brilliant. It's not really an extra I. (laughs) It's definitely a required I. Right. It's not surplus. It's not like brilliant D. Like there's no spare I. I can't get rid of of the lacking I. The one with the no I. What about the The one-eyed brilliant? I can't get rid of the one-eyed brilliant. Neither can I. Email. (laughs) Oh, email. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Neither can I. Mm Mm-hmm. Get it? I want a stage name that isn't that isn't taken that people can pronounce. What? Who do I have to sleep with to figure out what this is? Me. No. You know. Uh, all right. Jeff. How did Bob Dylan come up with his name from Zimmerman? Bob Dylan. I just yeah. heard on on uh, American Idol how the Commodores came up with their name. They opened up the dictionary. How? They opened up the dictionary and they went down blindly no eyes no eyes in this one john no eyes um and put a finger down and they went to commodes and they're like well that's not good commode and a little further down it said commodore and they're like that's it we'll use that because they weren't serious about a band name they didn't think it was going to go anywhere so they just picked anything from the dictionary you want to try that does anybody own a dictionary no here's the thing you ever see like in a movie where someone says what's your name and they want to make it up you go my name is Bill Richard Glass. Bill Glass Mom. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, you know anything that's here. You know any that was in the Brady Bunch. Right. Glass. Right. Jessica Glass. Uh, my name is Wendy. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. My name is Jessica Big Gulp. <laughs> Jessica Big Gulp. I'm looking around John's desk. He picked up a Big Gulp from. What was that? I thought I could just do Jessica K-A-Y-E because I do have cousins with the name K, but there's even someone. There's an actress named Jessica K already. Yeah. She's from South Africa, but still. How about Jessica Sharp? That's not bad. Not bad. What made you think of that? You're a D cup and you're sharp. Jessica Sharp. Mm. Mm. I'm a D cup. What's that got to do with it? (laughs) D sharp. Sharp. Oh. Oh. Oh, sharp. Jessica Sharp. sharp. You know, what's your favorite food? Something like that. Just Jessica Beef and Broccoli. (laughs) Jessica Ramen Noodle. Jessica Jessica (laughs) Pho. 
Ew. That's horrible. You guys are terror. Jessica. Anyway. Bagel. Taipei. Yeah, Jessica Bagel. <laughs> Jessica Taipei. Thank you. You've gotten it. You've hit it for me. Thank you. Jessica, Thank you for your help, Melissa. Jessica Brilliant. Chow Fun. <laughs> Marissa, you have the perfect stage name. Yes, I could be a stripper Brilliant very easily. is perfect. That's true. Can I borrow it? Maybe I could be Jessica Brilliant. There is a There's Jessica Brilliant. nobody named that. Yes, there is. Oh, my God. Who is it? She... It's so funny. My kids were taking a music class and this girl comes up to me and says, actually, it's her maiden name. So she's Jessica Brilliant and her new last name, not new, she's been married for years, is Powers. So her name is Jessica Brilliant oh, Powers. Oh, better. Right? Jessica Powers is amazing. So that's, so that's her name. And we have no relatives in common, but we constantly see each other. Our lives constantly cross. And we have tons of common friends, but our kids are in different worlds and we're not. Do you think Stuart would be weirded out that I took his name for my stage name? I've always liked it. Uh, Plus, we would be Jessica and Melissa Brilliant like we were sisters. There you go. No, that sounds weird. This is weird. This is a bad idea. I like Jessica Sharp. That doesn't. Je- it's not bad. If you keep saying it, it's not bad. Jessica Sharp. Jessica Sharp. Jessica Sharp. <laughs> no. I mean, it's better than Cummings. Or Shart. <laughs> Jessica Shart. <laughs> yes, I don't want to be called that. Thank you. Oh my God, who needs Gross. an audience? <laughs> when I clearly this yeah. is like really fun, but I guess we should um, wrap it up. If Slip you guys want to name me for my stage name, I'm doing an open mic this week, so hurry the fuck up. Where are you doing an open mic? I want to come here in Delaware. Where? Where? Uh, bar th- Bar Thirteen on Philly Pike. Wednesday at like nine. If I do one in Philly, I'll invite you guys. Why can't I go to one in Delaware? This week, you can. I just didn't think you'd want to. I definitely want to go. All right, all right. I'll send you the thing offline. Yeah, yeah. please send it to me too. Me too. Uh, me too. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Wait, John. Earlier you said I'll never change. You stopped eating carbs and dropped forty pounds. Do we want to go back to the fact that? Hey, what? Well, I mean, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is your your core beliefs, your core personality, you really, it's very, I'm saying you can't change. It's very, very hard to change. And you can do it. That's yeah, all I'm or, saying. Right, I understand that. And you've done it. So Somewhat. there. All right. She was wrapping up. Slip it. Rub it down. What was the thing we were supposed to say about the podcast something something? That is the pod shell and a nutcast. There everyone. it is. The pod shell and a nutcast. Please check us out on BrilliantObservations.com. You can also find us at Listen Brilliant on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please send us some feedback. It would be BrilliantObservations at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you to John and Melissa for showing up today and being hilarious. Feed us back. Feed us back. Bye. Feed us back. Feed us back. Feedback. (laughs) 